Hello and welcome to the podcast version of Let's Kill Twitter. This is the show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. Each show is recorded live and on Zoom and features two regular hosts, comedian Sajila Kershey and myself, Julian Hall. And we have two guests helping us to negotiate the trials and tribulations of Twitter. This week it was the turn of comedians Susie Bennett and Nathaniel Tapley. Eurovision had just happened the day before, so as you can imagine, that was a major topic of conversation. It proved pretty eventful, even though the UK scored null poire, a massive talking point in itself. We also had time to talk a little bit about cancel culture and comedy, although that could have gone on much longer. Among other subjects that came up via tweets were Biscoff and Big Brother Season 6. So it was a pretty mixed bag. We really hope you enjoy it. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at LKTZoom. Sunday night, it's eight o'clock and you're watching Let's Kill Twitter with me, Julian Hall. This is the show that aims to detox your timeline with the art of conversation. Fortunately, I don't have to do that alone. We've got two fantastic guests who we're going to introduce in just a moment. That's Nathaniel Tapley and Susan Bennett. But as ever, my co-host is the fantastic comedian Sajila Kershey. Hello, Sajila. Hello, world, and hello, hello, Julian. How are you this week? Yeah, well, it's all kind of like a bit normal spell out there, isn't it? I mean, it's a bit, you know, I've done normal things. I've gone to Primark in the centre of London and, you know, walked around and stuff. So I'm knackered now. I've basically caught everyone's cold and done one, you know, been out for one afternoon and I am pooped. You don't realise how being normal is quite exhausting. I mean, going back to normal, it is really tiring, isn't it? Doing normal things. I don't remember being this tired in the normal world before. It, well, yeah, I mean, I've already got, you can probably tell I've got a slightly hoarse voice. That's not my natural sexy voice, that it's just actually, that's illness. But I mean, there is, I've seen a few people on Twitter saying things like, oh no, I've not really been able to make much use of this week because I've just instantly, instantly managed to get a cold. So not just so, my woe, thank goodness. I think that's quite exciting, going back to, away from the pandemic, to more man flu stuff. You know, real, real, real issue. Yeah, that's the illnesses we could deal with, right? <laughs> when we all get like a bit of a cold and we're like, oh, I've got to take time off work. <laughs> it's normal. Sorry, thing. Yeah, well, I think people would absolutely love to talk about normal stuff. I mean, I think, you know, that's but the news agenda. Of course, we're, we're here to not, well, we're here to sort of celebrate the normal stuff, aren't we? But um, I mean, I think so one great example is the um, Eurovision, which we will get onto. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know we've had an exchange about that today, but I, I was very much like, Oh, I'm not going to watch Eurovision. I'm so glad I did because I didn't really have anything else to do last night apart from just sort of wedge on the sofa after my hard afternoon shopping. And it, but it was great. It, it was just one of those things that I love about Twitter. Um, it probably haven't had as much fun as the, uh, since the US election Twitter, which was fantastic because everybody just comes in and bombards. They're on fine form. Um, for example, Tina Dieb was uh, a previous guest was. Uh, was really live tweeting at out of uh, live tweeting the shit out of it I can say last night and I, th- I thought it was amazing but you were much more trepidatious were you not no I didn't I didn't watch it at all um and my brother was going you're gonna watch it we're gonna say no I've got paperwork to sort out and I was watching a Spanish drama anyway you know like my Spanish dramas and uh oh, yeah, I, I, I learned all about I learned all about the Nilipua uh stuff from Twitter basically so isn't that great Twi- Twitter's great you don't even have to watch anything to kind of keep up to date with what's happening. I mean, you could have watched it, you could have completely watched it without 
I mean, you could have totally got the thread uh, with Twitter threads. I mean, watching something and you know following on Twitter is is always can be I a, a real enhancement. But you could have absolutely like been unable to watch it and follow it on Twitter and still, you know, had sort of the best of it. I mean, we'll get stuck into that later. I'm going to yeah. try and restrain myself in terms of uh, of how many Eurovision tweets I share. But as a whole, I, I was very busy last night. I have to say, I was really I was after the dopamine of light, and you know, didn't do too bad. It's been a good, it's been, a, I think it's a pretty good week, really. Um, so I think we should bring our guests on because it's going to be exciting fun. Um, two very fun, um, very funny, hilarious, talented people. And I'm going to kick off with introducing um, the, 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 we always try and get, you know, sort of gender balance, uh, a woman and a man. And we've got, I, I want to introduce my lovely friend who um, I've known for many years, met her in the Loft Bar in Edinburgh, if you ever go to the Edinburgh Festival. It's supposed to be the VIP bar, but really it's not. It's just a, it's just, I don't know why we call it the VIP. Um, she's from, she, she's a former red coat uh, and, and proud to be a Devonian. And uh, she's won an award on a six gig, uh, she says accidentally. She's performed all over the UK. Um, she's the voice of the Plymouth uh, Trials. And um, she's also been named as one of the 50th coolest people. She's definitely one of the coolest people that I know and the funniest people I know. And uh, she's hilarious. Uh, so say all of us. Uh, Russell Kane, she's who support, she supported, has called uh, Susie a charm bomb, and um, uh, the Metro has called her a delightful. She's been in delightful company, so we are in delightful company. Please welcome out there, world, the lovely Susie Bennett. Woohoo! Hello, Susie. Hello. I've got a light behind my head, so I look very angelic right now. <laughs> you're, you're glowing. You're glowing. You're, you're looking. You're looking very. Um, I like the hair. It looks very sort of ABBA, kind of when ABBA won Waterloo. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yes. I got a, a, a subtle curl. And you look beautiful as always. And I'm really pleased the flowers I sent you arrived behind thank you there. You, yes. I mean, they You're went welcome. a bit overload, didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, actually, Julian sent me a plant too. So I'm just like, oh, oh. inundated with, with the shrubbery at home. Not an um, audience plant, but an actual real thing. one. Thank you yeah. very much for that. Um, now, Julian, have you you've you've met Susie? Have you before? In well, Edinburgh? we've actually met we met in Edinburgh after a gig. I think we met after um, one of the Immigrant Diaries shows. Yes. Actually. Yeah. I don't have a story good enough for Immigrant Diaries as much as Sajila's trying to shoehorn me in that show. Unfortunately, getting the mega bus from Plymouth to London isn't enough of an immigrant story. I'm going to get my DNA done though. So watch this space one day. Um, but thank you for the lovely introduction, Sajila. That's really lovely. I love that you said about me being one of the 50 coolest people, but you didn't specify it was actually in Plymouth. So it just sounds like <laughs> I'm one of the 50 coolest people on the planet. Thank you very much. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're 50 coolest people in, in Plymouth, why not extend that to the rest of the it's world? It's a big city. We've got three Gregs now. We're three doing all right. Ooh, all three, right. three Gregs. Yeah, all, not all next to each other. <laughs> coming along um and and did you did you watch uh i, I know we're all going to get into it all together anyway did you watch um your vision last night i did i watched a bit of the second semi-final and then last night myself and jean my lovely mum sat down and we watched it on an hour delay so i was trying hard not to look on twitter to see what was happening because i got very emotionally involved at first i thought i just want to go to bed 
but then I got involved and I thought I've got to stick it out till the end um but it was absolutely brilliant and camp and I love all the staging all the different things they came up with unfortunately my favorite didn't win but they came very 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 close well, we'll ask you in a minute, but let's get our second guest on. I'll hand over to you. Oh, I want to know. Well, you've got to hold that thought, hold that thought. Oh, um, <laughs> uh, yes, it gives me great pleasure to introduce uh, Nathaniel Tapley. Um, Nathaniel's had some fantastic uh, writing credits. Uh, he's an award-winning writer-performer. His credits include Have I Got News For You, uh, Rep The Revolution Will Be Televised. I've actually got an updated bio here, so I've literally got two bios in front of me. The News Quiz, Now Wash Your Hands, Tonight with Vladimir Putin, Tonightly, and The Now Show, amongst others. But he's just finished working on producing Future Shocks Radio, which is a series of audio dramas for 2000 AD. So I'm definitely going to ask him about that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Nathaniel Tapley. Hello, I'm pressing all the buttons. Yes, they're there. Hello. Hello. Thank you. Ah, are you there? Are you there? I am here. Can you see me or hear me? It's very good to see you. Yes, I can. Let me, let me pin you. There we Ooh, go. That mm, sounds nice. delightful. <laughs> Long time I've been pinned pin. by anyone apart from my close family. Um, is, is the 2000, is that the, co the graphic novel yes. comic? It is. Yes, so for if you're a subscriber to 2000 AD, then you have uh, a series of audio dramas which we made for them featuring comics like Al Murray, Rufus Hound, uh, Janet Ellis. She's not a comedian, but she's a, you know, a person you might have heard of. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, her from, uh, what was the thing she used to do with Wizbit, Quizbit or whatever it was? Wizbit, Wizbit yeah. wasn't it? Blue she was on Blue Peter mainly, yeah. Uh, but and then there was another... scandal. She got pregnant out of wedlock yeah. on Blue Peter. Not was on Blue Peter. Was that with... It wasn't yeah. on... <laughs> <laughs> Sticky back plastic all over the place. Get a parent to help you with this bit. <laughs> uh, was that with Sophie Ellis Bexter? Bexter? Yeah, that's her mum, isn't it? Yeah, but yeah, was that the it. pregnancy that caused the issue, or was it a different one? I think so. Mm. I think so. Goodness me. I well, think Sophie might have to keep you on the... as a celebrity. Uh, <laughs> kind of Is that like Miss World when you family get your title taken away if you get <laughs> <laughs> that's the same with Blue Peter. You can't, you can't get pregnant. They can't be seen to having sex on a child's child's program. I mean, you can't. That is, that is a rule. You can't that be seen to be rule. having sex. <laughs> yeah, that definitely is a rule. You can't actually have sex on a child's program. Yeah. But <laughs> except but for Rod Hull and Emu, where it was fine. Brought back with that all the time. <laughs> I, I, I was wondering about Bungle and Zippy and George. I, I used to wonder about them. They did share a bed, didn't they? Yeah, Zippy they did. and George share a bed. Did you say, did we, was there a bedroom shot? I thought they were always around the count, the kitchen occasionally. Well, they, they used to walk around naked all the time and then put pajamas on, pajamas on to go to bed. Mm. Yeah, if thinking about they were in the kitchen a lot, The reverse nudist thing. <laughs> Didn't Zippy just have a night hat? It wasn't really pajamas, just had a long night hat, like Wee Willy Winky. <laughs> and George next to him. Come on, people, tweet Come on, tweet at us, people. We need to know. We need to know. Yes, guys, find how, out. Were they in bed? How is it going with, um, like, the, I know it's only been a week of normal, but is it, how's it sort of feeling kind of, you know, gig-wise and just getting back to normal-wise and, you know, how's the vibe is basically what I'm asking. I, uh, I mean, it doesn't feel like the vibe's going to last very long at the moment. It sort of goes, I'm loath to put too much hope in, the great liberation that's meant to be coming because you know lots of scientists don't think it's going to be coming 
and in fact you know getting all the children to take their masks off at school last week probably wasn't very clever so it feels like see you all in lockdown again for more sourdough fun in june <laughs> wow that's our first lockdown uh, first uh, lockdown prediction of the evening fantastic stuff yeah 21st of june isn't happening people you heard it here first uh, well there you go i mean you you're straight out of the trap you've beaten dominic uh, dominic comes probably tweeting that as we speak i mean dominic he's an interesting one because he said oh all this stuff didn't happen yeah, because of you, Dominic. It was actually, you were in charge of it. You can't go, oh, look at how terribly we dealt with it. Yes, you did. You personally did it very badly. I, I mean, it, the great thing about last night is that he was busy tweeting uh, out, you know, his sort of, uh, well, pre-evidence giving uh, yeah. tweets, I suppose you might want to call it. It's, and he was doing it during uh, Eurovision, which was like, mm, okay. You, you, could, you could see the weight of the tweets where that was going anyway, let's put it like that. Yeah, he didn't even express a favourite in Eurovision. It was terrible tweeting. I was disappointed. Susie, who was your favourite? You mentioned she had a favourite. Oh, Susie, who was yeah, your favourite? You... I stayed off Twitter. I didn't I didn't see any of the live tweeting because I was watching on delay. Um, but I really wanted Switzerland to win. I loved him. Oh, but it, it was so good seeing his heart break oh, in real time on television. No. You watched so, him go... Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but we be kind now. Hashtag be kind. He had, a, <laughs> he had a lovely blouse on and he didn't have any fancy whistles and bells. It was just him and his voice and that lovely blouse. Yeah. And it was powerful. And I loved him. And I, I didn't really like Italy because apart from the weird lederhosen situation, um, I just felt they were a bit arrogant. And then it, the camera would pan to them. They would all be on their phones and they were all going like this. And I didn't like them. I liked the, li the little John, John, was it John Steer or John Tears? Because I couldn't quite get what his name was, but I felt, you know, it was apt to call him John Tears, bless him. But oh, yeah, I, yeah, 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 that's right. yeah. I know France did really well, but I, I kind of felt she was ripping off Madonna in the Papa Don't Preach video with the outfit. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just... And Edith Piaf from about 100 years ago. Or yes, was, and yeah. I thought, Switzerland, please. And, oh, it was very sad. And our, don't even mention Audi Rag and Bowman, our poor boy, um, with his terrible leather jacket. I don't know what was going on there, but... Um, I, when, I he, when did this person get through? I thought we were supposed to vote on that. Did that I don't think they let us anymore, do they? There used to be a song for <laughs> Europe which we could vote on. And because yeah. we kept putting Sonia through, they stopped us doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's just Simon Cowell who picks in a room somewhere. <laughs> I can't believe they've passed up an opportunity to make yet more television out. But surely, mm. surely there are some kind of peaks. Yeah. I mean, they watched, They never used to show the semi-finals, did they? I mean, that seems like a new thing yeah. to me. But, yeah. But there was well, a, there was a big outcry this morning when people found out they paid three hundred thousand pounds for that four hours of television. Like, why are we paying this? We don't get any points. Like, that's the yeah. cheapest four hours of television you could possibly program. <laughs> <laughs> that's not. That's less than what half an episode of EastEnders. Hmm. Well, that's freeze yeah. of Yeah. So not having seen it, right? Just going mm. through Twitter yeah. and asking it with my brother. And I, I hear that we didn't get any points. So Wyomini, nil point, because they always say yes. that, Wyomini. I love that, United Kingdom, Wyomini. <laughs> That's the only time we call United Kingdom in the Eurovision, is in the Eurovision Song Contest. So Wyomini, nil point. Um, what, why is, was it that shit? It was utterly forgettable, wasn't it? It wasn't, it was... Oh. Is it just, is it political? Is it because they just all hate us? Because I don't think it, I think it was just bad. It wasn't memorable in any, it wasn't even memorably, that wasn't even like we'd done Sonia or Engelbert Humperdinck or one of them. It was <laughs> just nothing. And he was a bit out of tune. He was a bit out of breath. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. terrible ple pleather jacket on, and it? <laughs> yeah. 
There was very little stage. There wasn't really any spectacle, was there? I mean, yeah. you know, the Germans at least had. He looked, he looked had like he was a lovely. hand. <laughs> He, he looked like he's won a competition. Well, not that competition. He looked like he won a competition paper to go on stage. You know, it was like Michael McIntyre's um, big show thing when mm. they surprise a member of the public and they get to go on and sing. It was like that. So, you know. No. Well, I got very excited because it's was it it's called James Newman, isn't it? Isn't yeah. it? Mm, so. Um and I got excited. I thought maybe for some reason John Newman was been doing it for us to get up with standard definite chance. I mean, if they flow Flo Rider can do it and uh well, yeah. Bill Bailey is the, that's the latest news is Bill Bailey yeah. wants to sort of I saw Bill Bailey forward. and Jade Adams want to do it. Yeah. Oh, is Jane right, is Jade in there as well? Because I know that Chortle have started a uh, <clears throat> comedy website Chortle have started a uh change.org uh, petition to get Bill Bailey to do it but I don't think they understand the selection well, Bailey, mechanism. Bill Bailey can dance <laughs> he can definitely he's, well he's already can we know he can sing so why not he could I want him to like do all his like strictly come dancing moves <laughs> his national know, anthems yeah I want, I want that if you could force a celebrity to have to do it for us who would you force oh, that's a good <laughs> question isn't it I just I think Bill I mean let's rephrase it that's <laughs> Yeah. I thought actually I want to clarify something as a as a non can you not do it as can you not do uh, Eurovision as a as a professional I thought in the past there were examples that no you can uh, yeah, yeah you can it, yeah. just that it, it's not paid very well I think it's paid and the chance of failing is huge I don't I think would like Daisy mm. Cooper to do it oh, oh yeah no. or yeah Alison Hammond that's very good or the two of them duet Oh, on a piano, one. like back to back pianos, oh, <laughs> both play <laughs> in different coloured tail suits with top hats. Oh, be beautiful. So somebody's yeah. got like a, a, a thing. I saw somebody's got a Eurovision song tweet. Yeah, there's loads. I think, well, first, I was just going to say to people watching some stream, uh, obviously followers at LKT Zoom if you're not already. But in response to Nathaniel's question, which celebrity would you mm. force? To do the Eurovision, <laughs> to song, do the Eurovision contest. song contest. I do think it's important to have the second would, half. Yeah, we'd like some feedback on that. I might have to do a yeah. poll. We might have to do a poll later. We can each think of one other than Bill. Um, so that was, I think I don't say so this one here, Sarah Van Pelt is literally just responding to Dominic Cummings tweeting, which we mentioned earlier. She just goes, Eurovision's on, mate. Um, <laughs> just nice, <laughs> nice little chippy one. Um, now, Chiminda Gianetti from, I think, writes The Guardian amongst the Observant, amongst mm. other things. Uh, Eurovision songs are 50% I'm horny and 50% world peace. <laughs> Surely you could be horny for world peace. I mean, yeah, 100% world peace horny. Exactly. And they sing at Telegraph then something saying there's something almost poignant about Dominic Cummings composing a 42 tweet thread <laughs> while everyone ignores him and watches Eurovision. Um, That's like that time. Do you remember when he went back and altered his blog to make it look like he'd said things in the past? Feels to me so like he this might is. Do that. Yeah, it was like, well, if everyone's distracted with the Eurovision, I'll just put out this thing where I said, yeah, yeah, I was really good last year and everyone ignored me. <laughs> and... Yeah. Uh, do you get updates? Do you get any alerts if he does that on his blogs? <laughs> <laughs> he might be tuned into that. And this is Michael Legg, um, obviously loving it. So, ha, 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 the British have to hope that others vote to keep them in Europe. <laughs> that is a lovely bit of schadenfreude there. Um, so there were tons, 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 and tons. Now, Susie, you had. Can we just really... go back because I have not seen the original. That 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 piano curved thing. Oh yeah, the playing. Iceland one. Oh, right. The Iceland oh, people. Yeah, they were yeah, excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Iceland's three-person mm. circular right. piano uh, keyboard. What's with the S M M S N M 
stuff. That's Italy, isn't it? That's Italy. That's, yeah. Uh, oh, that's Italy that won, right? Yeah. Oh, got, yeah. There, there was one a group of women. I can't remember what. Maybe it was Serbia. Where at one point it looked like they were doing a human centipede situation, and they mm. were kind of. Did, you, did anybody remember this? They were in black. <laughs> 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 um, but, um, I remember they were bending over and they were kind of right near to each other. <laughs> and my mum actually said, I hope one of them hasn't got wind. Uh, but they. <laughs> <laughs> I know Sajila's seen the human centipede, haven't you, Sajila? I know, I was obsessed with that film. <laughs> obsessed, obsessed with it. Um, but. I just so basically S and M like they would they want to play, yeah. right? Rage against the machine. And then you've got your ragu or ragu against the machine. And then <laughs> who are these like children? That's Iceland. Presenters? That's Iceland. Yeah. The children presenters are all from where? Iceland. Iceland. So they're the claim second, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. Did they really? They, they did. Re they did reasonably well. They I'm not sure they. Big following. France. Yeah. Video. Mm. Well, they did. Um, somebody, there's another tweet. I didn't actually line it up, and said, said that basically the Iceland uh, contestants look like every sketch group you've ever seen mm. at sea venues at 4:55. Also, <laughs> it's completely fair. Yeah, because none of them actually play any of those instruments either. It's only mm. the main one in Iceland who is musical at all. And he said, "How many people can we have on stage?" And they said six. And so he went, "Right, that's my wife, my sister, and three of our friends, and we're all going to yeah. do it dressed up." Together. None of <laughs> oh, them are playing any of those instruments. Susie, and they lied about that. What else have they them, lied about? <laughs> one, one of them had COVID. So did yeah. you know in the green room, they had a like a weekend at Bernie's situation with, <laughs> with a little screen on. Oh, bless. What a shame. <laughs> Tell you, Graham Norton, if you're watching, I've got two people that can co-host with you next year. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <clears throat> oh, goodness. Right. OK, so there's tons. Now, Susie, you put out a really interesting one because I've never... Oh, yeah, because I didn't get the reference. I think that's what it was. Let's find it. <laughs> so here we go. Ah. Stephen. Piff, path, poff. I want Ooh. to have it off. The highlight, dog. I absolutely love anyone who remembers niche sitcoms from the 80s and 90s. Now, this was The High Life, mm. starring Alan Cummings, Paul Masson, and uh, Siobhan Redmond. And they were very mm. camp air stewards in Scotland, Air Scotia. And it was hilarious. And there was one episode where they decided to um, enter Eurovision. And they said, we need a catchy song. It means to, it needs to mean nothing. And they called it Piff Paff Puff. And the song went Piff Paff Puff. I want to have it off until I cough. And um, they did a little whole routine. I've got it on DVD somewhere in the back of my wardrobe. And this guy, I just only briefly looked at, because it was Scooch and they were on this morning. Do you remember Scooch? No, but I think we should oh, play that. We'll play. I know. We'll I remember them because he's like, <laughs> but oh, are you playing a bit of Scooch? Let's find. Yeah, let's let's yeah. let's do the whole Scooch thing. So just ignore the football. <laughs> is it deliberately? Do they use the Great Soprendo's catchphrase deliberately? Because Piff Paff yeah. Poof is the Great Soprendo. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I only I've only watched this Jeffrey Darrell. today, um, so I was totally unaware of Scooch. Did they enter in two thousand and seven? Oh, this. Oh, <laughs> I wish it was this song, but it's not. This is your captain. This is amazing. I'd like to welcome you aboard this Eurovision flight. This is quite Yeah, you look at 
name as many cities as they could in Europe I, just in the hope that someone would vote London to Berlin to Paris yeah. Malaga <laughs> it's Pan Am the musical incredible. Yeah. incredible we name all the cities they have to vote for us the worst yeah. bit the the innuendo ad-libbing and they would and the guy would come on and say salted nuts sir and it was just oh <coughs> It was proper carrying. I mean, it's brilliant. It's what Eurovision is all about, camp. But it was just terrible. And they appeared on this morning in the week, um, as they are now. <laughs> and they had their uniforms on. And they sang along to the song. And it was so cringe. And everyone, I, I always look at, I'm a big daytime TV fan. I always look at this <laughs> one to, to see if anyone's as outraged as I am. And, and poor, bless. <laughs> we're, we're obviously rival camps because we're, um, I can't remember you are. No, until this morning starts after Jeremy Vine. So, because I'm the, I'm a, oh, no, it doesn't. No, no, Jeremy Vine. Yeah, whatever. But I'm a big Jeremy Vine fan. That's the only <laughs> morning, it's the only morning telly I can understand these days. But, um, but so they, they, what was that 2007 that they were on the Eurovision? And they were, mm. they were obviously guests on this morning. Well, he, yeah. He, it wasn't well received by, uh, where's he gone? There was one oh. particular, uh, I know, I know, I bet I, I know what I haven't, I know what I've done on this one. I probably haven't liked it although i don't need to because i actually hang on here we go there was another guy who uh what's where is he where is he kyle he said what we were all thinking yeah basically <laughs> 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 so and he had no likes he had no likes oh, so I hang on i can up. fix that now he deserves yes, let's, let's both fix it right now where is it now yeah. Yeah. He, he's talking for the nation yeah <laughs> It is also, definitely, it's very important to pick out those underrepresented tweets. That's here we're is. here to yes. champion the, the little tweeter, <laughs> yeah, as well as the biggies. But I do uh, believe the high, I mean, the high life was it a long be time fair. before the so I don't know if they were influenced by it, but it certainly it looks like it. A lot good. of Kyle's feed is fuck off, fuck off, <laughs> what's the fuck off? <laughs> this is simply uh, Kyle's greatest hit, right? Hang on, this yeah, all follow Carl. Well, there you go. I mean, <laughs> Carl liked our tweet earlier, so I'm sure in fact, I might okay. have to follow him now. Let's make Carl's day and just retweet everything he's ever done. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, that yeah. is an ever. I'm not going to do that. I've looked at a few of them, but I'm not going to do it. <laughs> 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 this, the, the, fuck, the fuck off genre is a bit of an evergreen tweet, isn't it? I mean, you, you yeah. can apply that, you know, but uh, but that is very good. Um, now, uh, actually, Stu, is this one of yours? Uh, the Alistair Cook. We've got a couple from Alistair this week. Alistair oh, right. Green. I think it may have been, yeah. All come to all oh, come I may have, that, I may have go a bit more on. serious, yeah. I think it is, isn't it? Oh, you're, you're, yeah, you've got to give oh, us a little advance. Immediately go on the amber list. Good luck shifting those pastor donatas now, <laughs> Jean Pierre. Um, well, do you know what? I think we asked for it, Neil Point. We, we don't you think we asked yeah. for the Neil Point? I don't, I don't, I don't I understand it. Happy Christmas, Brexit just... is over, as John Lennon never sang. I mean, come <laughs> on. We, we, it's what, how many years since we, oh, well, okay, we took a long time exiting, but I can understand all those nil far in the sort of 2014, whenever it was, 2014, 2017, and all the rest of it, but I didn't sort of get it last night. Well, it's, I mean, if I anyone know. could have looked at, I find it difficult to imagine anyone watching our entry going, yes, that is mm. the best song I've heard tonight. <laughs> I am definitely picking up the phone in whatever language they were. Oui, c'est la première de chanson. <laughs> no. All in, yeah. all in 
do was just put a bit of glitter on his beard yeah. and maybe cut the leather yeah. jacket into some kind of bolero. That's all he needed to do. He just won't camp enough. He should have just done bolero. He should have pretended to be Corbin and Dean. You think that would have that would have killed that would have just swung it for us a little bit yeah. then? Nine <laughs> minutes of bolero. <laughs> so he's yeah, slowly bolero, that's the best thing we've ever to done. Just a glitter covered body. <laughs> I mean, this, this consultancy could be just you know this really come into its own and really pay off i mean you're right it was a bit he just sort of kind of ambled around stage um seemed like a really nice guy and all the rest of it but he, he, there wasn't that showbiz element yeah. which you know i mean look germany turned up with a ukulele yeah. they should have had 10 points docked straight away well they only got three <laughs> they finished with three points they, they did didn't do much better <laughs> with their sort of hand hand mascot oh. as well yeah, surely there were some points for that. There's some inventiveness in having someone dressed as a hand. Or, or as David Quantic thought, it was five cocks, or at least one, yeah. <laughs> but it was, it was, I don't think we got a picture of that, um, unfortunately. And actually, we, we totally ignored the, the elephant in the room, which is when the uh, Italian, uh, one of the Italian yeah. guys was, I mean, there is a tweet on that somewhere, but I may, it may take a long time to find it, which is basically um, him... It was just pictured on camera sort of going towards the table as if he was just doing a line, which he vehemently denied afterwards, I need to point, <laughs> I need to point out. But um, Not that yeah. rock and roll then, is he? <laughs> not absolutely not. Well, Alice, you've got another one from Alistair uh, as well, somewhere, which I think is... Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> so, was torn between voting for Iceland or France, but in the end voted Conservative as a small business owner. I need a safe pair of hands with the economy. I'm also extremely uncomfortable with the idea of taking the knee. Thank you, but no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Well, is it, who else did any, who's, who's favourite? You, you wanted Switzerland, didn't you, Susie? Yeah, yeah. Switzerland was essentially Tony Hadley, wasn't it? It was really like a baby Tony uh, Hadley. He, he reminded me a bit of Adam Lambert, actually. Mm. Well, I like Adam Lambert. He's, I just loved him. <coughs> I think I Adam Lambert is... I mean, I know he replaced um, Freddie Mercury in Queen for a bit, didn't he? And, uh, and, he still is. I, I did oh, have okay. to until they right you know? cancelled again. Huh? Oh, is it? Uh, so, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm all right with that. What, what do we feel about that? Do we, do we you know, I mean, okay, yeah, Freddie's not going to come back from the dead, so we've got to get someone he's else. He's doing, doing his own version. So yeah, he's not, he is. He's got he's his own kind of thing going on. Yeah. And they've cancelled, and now I, I had tickets to see Queen and Adam Lambert in uh, the O2, and now all I'm left with is Jason Donovan at the Plymouth Pavilions. That's all I've got to look forward to. <laughs> and that's been, that's been postponed twice. So, you know, will it happen? I don't know. Yeah, they'll probably cancel that, and they'll get Philip Schofield <laughs> in to do it instead. It's just it's Jason Donovan willing to come to people's gardens and do it like five, <laughs> six people bubbles, is he? Well, I'm, I'm gone. if he needs a partner for especially for you because I would I'd put my hand up for that so mm. oh, all right hang on I'm gonna have favorite. to find I'm gonna have to find the uh the Italy one it just doesn't seem right to talk about it and not have it oh here it is here it is happy to have performed so happy to be here I'm so happy to have performed and I'm so happy that Eurovision have performed and I'm so happy that you're so happy to <laughs> I be love here. The on the far left quick, who's essentially yeah. nudges him and goes camera <laughs> oh dear it was pretty eventful what, in fairness what's with the new what's with the no vest no tops thing going on 
I love the fact we're old enough now to sound like my grand. Why aren't they wearing shirts? Is that the new thing now? Is yeah, that I think if he's going to catch a cold, Sir Gene, I think there might be another way he catches a cold, <laughs> quite frankly. No, but it's a lot of flesh showing I mean, up. I mean, I'm not sure if they've had both jabs either. We're not, you know, their sweat could be. I'm just, just not very happy with the health and safety issue around that. Do we have information about how uh, COVID affected cocaine consumption over the. <laughs> I mean, probably coke dealers have been the worst hit in many ways, yeah. I imagine. <laughs> oh, dear. It can't have been boom time, no. Oh dear, and it's uh, I mean, it's actually quite it was quite a good song. I mean, it, I think a playoff between them and Finland would have been quite good because their songs were very similar. It has to be said. Yeah, there's a lot. I was, of, uh... more, I was more excited by Finland. They were very Linkin Park. Um, I liked them a lot. And my mum had had a few vodkas by this point, and she said the woman in a, in the Italian group, she's trying to be Susie Quantro. <laughs> <laughs> <So. laughs> Uh, I mean, it's also quite fun to spot the number of potential lawsuits lawsuits from last night because there were so many kind of, there was a Linkin Park thing going on. There was um, Lady Gaga with Cypress One. Um, Gosh, who else was there? Um, Right said Fred. Right said Fred. (laughs) (laughs) It's that crossed my mind, actually, yeah. There were quite a few. Sexy for their shirts, that's what it was, wasn't it? (laughs) It was the Italians, yeah, definitely too sexy for sure. I wish I'd watched it now. I'm a bit late. I can't really go and go watch it on catch up. Yeah, but I just, go watch it. Twenty four hours. I was in my drama. Flick I was into it. my dramas. I was into my dramas and my and my Spanish dramas with like all the drugs and work Colombian. Um, but what, so going going away from we got anything else apart from yeah, no, we have we've got tons. We've got tons of things that aren't Eurovision, actually. Um, I'm not sh- sure where to start because I'm not sure whether... The- I was going for the l- linking theme, but mm. I seem to have settled <laughs> on your... Uh, this. You picked this one out, Sajila, about Coke, if you remember. Oh, yeah, there is a linking theme. It's Coke. Yeah, Coke. Yes. <laughs> Do you remember picking this yes, one out? Yes. Oh my God, it was so long ago. Yeah, for the, all the money they each spend, everyone asks for Coke. But when the barman says, is Pepsi okay? Does anyone ever say no and switch mm. their order? Susie? Mm. No, it's all the same to me. Yeah, and why are you ordering something that isn't alcoholic? Exactly. It's <laughs> a waste of everyone's time <laughs> if you're at the bar and you're ordering a Coke. Well, I just thought that was like, the reason I picked this was because I was thinking... Everyone's going on about like Pfizer and I know that you've had Moderna, <laughs> uh, Susie, Pfizer and and um, and the AstraZeneca. And I felt that was a bit like the Pepsi, Pepsi kind of cola challenge. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and we're all sort of, I had Pfizer and I was like, oh, I wish I'd had the AstraZeneca. That's from Oxford. They probably did better. Well, I know, I know, but everybody wants to. Can't even do the boat race well. They did. <laughs> 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 I never gone at Wells because I never went to Oxford University. You did, didn't you, Nat? Yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. I want anything that comes from Oxford. Um, but yeah, so it was just I was just kind of thinking, did have we turned around and said, no, I don't want Pfizer. I actually want. But I, I, I think there are some people who one. do since they found out AstraZeneca. Has yeah, I mean, slightly more blood clots than the others. Well, yeah, exactly. Much. Surely, I felt a bit cheated actually when they started offering. Um, the sort of younger age group, the Moderna vaccine, it was a bit like they turned around to the uh, AstraZeneca one. Yeah, well, we bought loads of this, so we're going to have to use it. But, you know, you guys, you're the future. Have this one. (laughs) You know, I felt I was still due my second one, actually. I haven't had my second one yet. Which one did you have, Julian? I had AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. And Susie had the Moderna. What about you, Nat? AstraZeneca. AstraZeneca. Okay, so we've got Mm. Pfizer, 
two Astras. And so one have we had all of them between us? We've got all of them between us. We can we see who lives longest. And, it really. We are a working test. Of... It's just got our own test going on here. Um, so Gina remembers I had the Moderna because I, I wrote, I've just had the Moder Moderna uh, vaccine and I can't stop voguing ever since. And then I think <laughs> Tajila was the like one person who liked my tweet. So thank you. <laughs> thank you. It definitely deserves more. We should have a little section deserves deserve so more. more. Yeah. yeah, they're so ungrateful. I, I love the way how we've, we've got away from like, Pepsi and Co. I mean, would you, would you, would it, you know, if they'd have made a vaccine, you know, actually, if they'd have made a vaccine, I would have wanted the Coke one, I have to say. But I always think, why don't they have Coke? Like, do you mind? We haven't got pet Coke, but we've got Pepsi. And I was like, you know what? If you just slipped it in, I wouldn't have noticed. Yeah. So you didn't need to. It does. You know, taste like, I love that they've got consent. You know that, that they ask your consent. It's like <laughs> yeah. it's it's, it's, it's quite nice because because years later you could complain. I went to a bar and they said it was Coke, but. I feel like I was infected with Pepsi. I don't know. I mean, will, will, <laughs> does it make any difference? Will we notice the difference if we're out in a night drinking? No, I think some people think they can tell the difference. And good for them. There was a, you know, there was a whole range of very scientific taste tests in the eighties, mm. weren't there? Let's face it. I think it wasn't Chris Tarrant <laughs> in those. Yeah. Um, <laughs> plastic cup. Yeah. It was actually. <gasps> It's actually had more trial than a vaccine to Gila, so you know, there's gotta be something in it. <laughs> well, that's that is true. That is true. Has had more trials than, than the vaccine. And 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 just out of interest, do you have a preference, Nat Tapley? Um, uh, or Pepsi? No. Wine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, You're so yeah. suspicious, Nat Tapley. <laughs> Susie, do do you have a preference? I have no preference. I'm currently drinking limoncello and prosecco. Oh, oh, limoncello. quality fears. Didn't you meet the in-laws today? And that's yes. that's why I'm drinking. I did day drinking. <laughs> <laughs> day drinking. I mean, do, 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 what about you, Julian? Do you have a preference or do you not care? Um no, I don't I don't massively care, I have to say. I mean, I've got to an age now where if I have too much sugar in anything, it's just like just go crazy and um, that's just quite sad really because if you start taking it out of your diet and then when you have it it just sends you a little bit berserk like a toddler yeah um, i agree but and i, I do love the idea that the world could get like really riled by by this rather than all the other things it's divided by but <laughs> shrek also uh you know yeah. is a good case in point yeah well Did i you... just avoid all fizzy drinks will stop they make you gassy yeah. don't they susie <laughs> Well, I think that's a good, we've had, we've had the drink related. <laughs> I think that takes us neatly. Against Gila. I thought what happened huh? in the budget stays What happened in Manchester stays in Manchester. <laughs> 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 yeah, but well, not, unless it's Andy Burnham, who would probably be making his way down to London fairly soon. Right, Susie, listen, it's food. We've had the drink. Mm. It's food time. It's it's Biscoff. I just put Biscoff Fred, uh, Fred. I just put Biscoff spread on a flapjack. And I'm not even ashamed. I mean, look at that. It's a bit Ooh. of a work of art. Oh, put Biscoff on anything. If something's a... I'm not saying they're bland, because my auntie made the flapjacks and she might be watching, but sometimes you just need to put a bit of Biscoff on something or just put it on a spoon and put it in your mouth. But it is the best thing ever invented. And I... I, I don't know what Biscoff... I've been going to a, well, going to a well-known slimming club uh, <laughs> and um, <laughs> I'm doing really well, but sometimes you just have an off day and just think, I'm just going to put a massive... 
blob of Biscoff. And I have been known to put clotted cream and Nutella on a Yorkshire pudding. I do the, I've oh. done a lot of wrong mm. things, but you know, always feel right. And uh, I, I put it on a tweet and a lot of people agreed with me. And then a, a friend of mine said, oh, I think Nigella, she, she tweeted Nigella Lawson. Apparently Nigella is a big fan of Biscoff and Nigella, Agreed. So I've had the. Oh had my the God! Have you had? Uh, oh. oh my God! You've been Nigella. Nigella. I, I do. It's a, it's a yeah. reference proposal. She she would be sexily licking it right off her finger and putting a spoon right down. She'd be putting it on her nipples and doing so, all. So that. with Nigel Lawson, actually, he was. <laughs> <no problem. laughs> um, is this so? I know because we forgot to do it at the beginning. Like, is this your Twitter moment? No, 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 that's not even supplied, a Twitter moment. Having your Nigella moment. licking your biscoff. It's I have no idea where biscoff is, by the way. <gasps> Here's your Twitter moment, isn't there? Mm. So, where's this? This is from 2018. 2018. Oh, I remember this, you know. I remember it. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. do, do you want to read it out in your distinctive voice rather than oh. mine? Okay. <clears throat> we made cauliflower based pizzas, covered it in low calorie toppings and hoped for the best. Reader, it was fucking horrible. We scraped off the toppings for a breakfast breakfast omelette tomorrow. Then we drank four bottles of wine. Learn from us. You want pizza? Get pizza. <laughs> <laughs> it I, looks great I, though. I, I that... had my accent for that. I don't know why. I thought I was the caramel <laughs> bunny for a moment. But it was That's me and my friends. On it. <laughs> <laughs> me, I have these like Saturday nights in my friends' house. We drink a lot of wine and have nibbles and we decided to let's try this low carb cauliflower pizza everyone's going on about it and we bought four cauliflowers blended them rolled it out did all the things and it stank to hide her house smell of death for about four days and her husband kept coming back <laughs> get rid of that, isn't it? <laughs> her husband was like now nah, that looks horrible don't do it and we're like shut up it's gonna be amazing and uh <laughs> we started eating it on the plate we cut it all up and, and and we started eating it and it was a i think it was about two minutes before we both admitted that it was horrible and we literally scraped the toppings off and add four bottles of wine and it, we stole two curly whirlies from our daughter's cupboard and that's what we had for tea four bottles of wine and two curly whirlies and for oh. some reason that tweet just went off i mean i know it's not proper viral viral but for me it was it was good yeah that's and pretty good i'd be happy with something my like favorite that. was them my favorite author an all-round great person marianne keys uh quote tweeted it uh, and uh, i think Susanna reed um quote tweeted it or liked it or something like that i think that and there was I've some other Baptiste, we've got oh my god yeah. loads, loads of people <laughs> yeah. there was another random celebrity i can't remember who but i was just like oh my god and my phone kept pinging and I thought, is this is is this what it's like to be successful? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I learned from that day. I never tried that again. Uh, never again. I'm trying to find. Oh, I'm trying to find I, it, the but... weird thing is, that I really do. I remember this tweet of yours as well because <laughs> I was like, well, how could you put all those disgusting ingredients together and think it was going to taste great in the first place? What were the toppings? Oh, well, we, we, went, we got loads of cold meats and uh, different cheeses and tomatoes. And we tried to be pretty healthy with the toppings as well. Mm. Cheese meats. I mean, you can't go wrong. Can no, you? cheese and meat. But obviously you got all the ingredients well, right for the smell of death. It's incredible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you can go wrong. You can put cauliflower underneath them. What I've now learned from the certain slimming group I go to is that people <laughs> make pizzas out of meat. So they have like a burger pizza. So they get a load of beef and they roll it right out and put the pizza topping on. So you have like a meat 
base pizza. Pizza. That's that's right. and uh-huh. chicken. You can have that as the base. I'm like, oh my, my mind is blown. Mm. Meat, meat, really eat your heart out. Meat was shit. <laughs> oh yeah, meat, meat and cheese. That's all you needed, life. To be honest, so. You heard it here. So we so far we've had a prediction for the next lockdown and meat and cheese. All you need in life. <laughs> <laughs> well, you heard it here I've first. Got, I have got a pretty strong addiction to Asda Tiger bread, so I've had to cut that out oh, of my life because I can't. Mm. You know, when you get the fresh rolls, you go in the you go in there quite early, and they've taken the 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 tiger bread rolls out, and they're fresh. And I just want to go and motorboat the tiger bread. <laughs> I don't know if you know what motorboating is, but if you do that, you know, that's how far it goes. Yeah, motorboating, so. I do know tiger bread, I don't know. Kidding. I know what tiger bread is. Tiger bread <laughs> Oh, it smells but so is, is that just, is it just, <laughs> color, is it just like a, a colouring though, or is there actually anything to tiger bread? Like it's made of real tigers. <laughs> yeah, it's got, it's got, I, think, I think it's like sesame oil or something they coat it with, mm. and it's, it's very good. It is lush, it is lush, yeah. I have to just, say, really nice. I've got some tiger bread to go and eat my soup after this what come on oh, wow oh, come on, come on. <laughs> just flat oh, bread for me now bread's got too yeah. much sugar in it oh no me and Stila, whenever we get together we always eat our feelings don't we Stila? <laughs> oh let's we eat run, our feelings then when we run out of those feelings we go and look in the thesaurus for more yeah. feelings yes during lockdown i i ate all the feelings of all my neighbors as well <laughs> <laughs> you could just eat your way to a happier world here couldn't you yeah yeah you need t-shirts oh. printed for that some tiger bread arrived oh, <laughs> oh wow Susie, didn't so we everyone has tiger bread film once right. and we got to the end we said what the fuck and then went off Sorry. and had Nando's, but we. Oh, I know what film it was. It was the one uh, Foxcatcher. It was because... so mm, wrestling. It was when when he was doing when he was kind of molesting him a little bit on the floor. You were like, is he? Is he? Is he cinema? And you were like, is he doing what I think he's doing? <laughs> yeah, very loudly in the cinema. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't get, by that point, I did give a give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Um, so, okay, so that's your tweet that's made you kind mm. of basically your successful tweet. I didn't understand the question. I did something. I've, I've got one from a while ago. Tell me about it and I'll try and bring it up. Uh, let's see. So, if you go to 20th of November 2016, 11.50 a.m. Uh, sorry, hang on. What's tw- November? Yes. Last uh, year? No, 2016. Oh, you might want to search God. it. Hang on. If you, I'll send you the text and you can search for yes, the text. Yeah, because you said uh, just do an app to LKT. Oh, I can hang on. I can share it with you, can't I? Oh. I can share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it might clash with the actual Twitter feed, but you okay. can give it a go. There we go. Uh, if, you, yeah. if you send me the link, I can, it'll come up. Oh, here we go. Here that we works. go. Here we go. Lovely. Okay. Oh, back in 2016. Back in 2016. Uh, that. Oh, I get it. In World War Three, Germany gets to save the rest of the world from fascists. That's a pretty solid third act. Yes. Uh, there we go. Was... And I remember this oh, as well. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a lot of Ks. It's a lot of Ks, isn't it? A lot of Ks. Yeah. A lot of Ks. We're seeing so, a lot of Ks around. This was Trump, wasn't it? I think. <laughs> it was Trump and probably... So it's five months after Brexit, Trump. It was it was yeah. just misery, wasn't it? It was just a howl of despair. The fact that France was going quite Le Penny at the time, I think. Yeah. Marine, 
not yeah, her he's dad. Yeah. <laughs> he's mega dead. Um, yeah. There's that. I mean, there was. Yeah, that's and one like of my biggest Susie, tweets. Did you have any? Did you have any kind of notable retweets uh, or, or comments on on that thread? I, I didn't read the thread. The thread's like four thousand comments long. <laughs> I turned it off. Oh my God, if I got uh, if I got that, that's many, what we're doing for the DVD Every single one. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, David David Benil's asked you to follow him. Off the back yeah, of it. <laughs> so there you go. He, says, he does that to everyone though. He says it to Rob <laughs> Newman all the time. <laughs> Greg Jenner, this used to be funny, now it's terrifying. Because it's like you ruined everyone's day, man. Yeah, not, I not made the, everyone. You know, Brexit sad. and Trump would ruin their day, but yeah. Yeah, I, don't, so I, don't, that, I think that was probably the most successful one. Although the one that got most attention was the one, because I reviewed, was when Dapper Laughs set his 400,000 Twitter followers on me. That was probably ooh, my okay, biggest day. His Twitter follower loss. No, he because I'd written the review of his Christmas album, which sent him into his spiral over his last weekend of being a thing which meant, meant to me, uh, made him end up on Newsnight on the Monday uh, dressed oh, up in you know his black roll neck pretending to be an actor um, yeah so I gave him a bad review of his uh... you haven't frozen have you you have frozen he <laughs> then he'd say you're trying to ruin Christmas this is for charity I said I'm not trying to ruin Christmas a it's not for charity because uh, I have phoned Sony and I said is it for charity and Sony said no it's not for charity I mean, he might he might choose to give some of the money to charity, but we're giving him all the money. There's no charitable element. So I just, pointed that just, out. Just to um, let you know, you froze at this killer moment. When said, <laughs> I gave him this review of, and it was like you were thinking. It was like the Joe, Joey Tribbiani oh, no, style so. acting. Like, it was like, so, so I reviewed his Christmas album, which was meant to be, he claimed was in aid of a homeless charity. It wasn't. Sony said it wasn't in aid of a charity at all. Uh, one of the tracks on it was about him kicking a homeless man. Uh, and I said, it's bad. It's just not, and it wasn't even good and funny. So I said that. And he said I was trying to ruin Christmas. And he tried to get his 400,000 followers to express their displeasure. So the volume of tweets I received in one minute, uh, I printed out and it went two times across the room. Wow. From wow. people saying, you melt, you... I hope homeless rapes you for Christmas. And that was, oh. you know, general level. I know where your children go to school. I was like, you don't. You're My children are really it. dim. You're very it out there. I mean, that's an <laughs> environmental disaster. Right yeah. There. I've got a picture of me lying down next to the tweets, and it's no, I'm nowhere near as big as the tweets. <laughs> You're in good company because there was also a pylon from the same people for Sue's Kempner. Yes. Dapper yeah. Lab. So the, he's got form there. Yeah. Who's also a former guest on here? I'm sure you can get him. He's not. I'm sure his phone hasn't been ringing. <laughs> Daniel, Daniel O'Reilly, hello. <laughs> well, no, I saw something recently about him making some kind of comeback. I thought, but I know. we could only hope. Oh my God, he's not disguised himself as James Newman, has he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I not, reckon not there's every chance he could be next year's Eurovision entry. <laughs> Would anything be more England at the moment than submitting Ooh, Dapper we, Laughs? We Eurovision? are all James Newman, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we didn't, yeah, well, no, no, so I was just so tempted to bring the uh, thing back to uh, Duda uh, Eurovision then, but I won't, I won't. Uh, <laughs> let's find another tweet before I, before I do that. Susie yes. Yeah. Okay, so... Nigella, 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 Peters. 
Uh, so it's the Sharon Davis one. Oh no, hang on. Yeah. That's so what? What was he? What should I play to? Because aren't you hiding in the background? Is essentially yeah, what's happening. Yeah, picture because I went for my usual swim the other day at my, mm. at my uh, gym that I never go into the gym at. I go swimming, and um, there was a group of people and they were filming and um, and I sort of was trying to hide in the back because they were walking in the same direction as me. So I was holding back and I was trying to walk slowly. Yeah, my little mask and. Um, and I, I saw that they were filming and I saw it was Mark Ormrod, who is a famous uh, war veteran who who is a, a triple amputee. And I saw him, but I didn't see who he was with. And it turned out later from looking at his page that he was with Sharon Davis, who is like probably the most famous person for Plymouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize she was in Plymouth. doing a charity swim. But the worst thing, to my shame, I was caught in the background with my mask and my, and I was kind of like this. And I, um, my boyfriend actually pointed it out and screenshot it and put a little circle around me. And my mum said to me, oh, you, you look a bit like that guy with the mittens on. And she meant I looked like Bernie Sanders in that meme where he's sitting there and he's doing this. Because in the background, <laughs> I'm just kind of skulking in the background. And um, yeah, so I, I mean- Is it on their tweet? Is it on, is it actually on their YouTube link that they tweet? Yes, or is- there's a okay. little, link to their video but i i've got the screenshot of the little you can see me skulking in the background i see yeah it's in he'll say no sharon comes in and then you could just see me in the background i think mitchell brothers hang on hang on hang on one at a time i think the screenshot i've got but it depends how much of the video hang on let's let's uh i'll have to go into my own private emails to do that on air so (laughs) maybe not always dangerous so how long is it? Ten, it's it's 10 minutes. Do you know where it comes in? Yeah, it's just at the beginning, just after they go in. All right. You have to kind of get it at the right over there. I seem to be sort of hugging my bag, so that's why it looks like the bird is out. Oh, no, so have I gone past it? Yeah, you got past it. Not in the pool yet. Are we in the right place? I knew this one wasn't going to work. Hang on. No, I've been Nice sheriff. Oh no, I can't hear it. There's a puddle over there. <laughs> <laughs> there's a puddle oh, over there. Hang on, hang on, they're near the door. That's helpful. They're near the door. I got a bit confused when you called me. I was like, oh my god, I'm in the wrong place. We've got to do this kind of stupid stuff, haven't we? What were they actually doing? Stupid. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. It's really blinking. You missed it, isn't it? I was just in the background there. I'm going to teach you the, the, the okay. path. What? I have to say, that is a quite incredible claim to fame, Susie. Well it's very fleeting. Very fleeting, but I have got the photo where I've circled it. Yes, I know. I didn't realise that I was going to need that. As well. I should have saved it to my photos. I feel like uh, it's... like Sharon Davis grudgingly offering her elbow to someone. Oh. To a man with one to arm. To an amputee. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got any other bits you'd like to show off, Sharon? Like a knee? It's also, it looks a bit like a hate crime if you're doing that. As you're bending your arm in half. Right, so hang on. Amputee Nazis have a real problem, don't they? They can just talk to the Mitchell brothers. Here you go. So this is um, Matthew Hyde's tweet. That's Matthew Matthew (laughs) Hyde's It made me laugh so much. Oh, my goodness. Mm. I used to baby filter on Ian Beale crying (laughs) on Phil. And I think it's the sound as well. Oh, it's the sound. Right, let's do it. (laughs) I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left. I've got nothing left. 
Anyway, oh, God, that oh, I'm very happy. That was yeah, one of the most pleasing things I saw all uh, week. That is brilliant. Does Matt, is Matthew do quite a lot of the um, stock? Is it Matthew that does the Yes, he does the uh, stock footage uh, credits for things. Yeah, it's really uh, good. Well, look, Eleanor's just, oh, that's nice. Thank you, Eleanor. She's just come in to ask, what did she do? Well, actually, Matt, um, Nat, you picked out Eleanor's tweet. Oh, yeah. Tapping. Yeah, I'm... I really would like to cancel me. <laughs> would love to be on TV. Yeah, just, which I thought was very funny. So, yeah, I was, uh, I mean, there was something, I mean, the whole cancel thing, I noticed that Shappy, of course, Andy wrote a piece about cancel culture, and that was off the back of Chris Rock's comments. Uh, yeah. I hadn't realised that Donald Glover and... Uh, had also said something about the space to experiment being that much, right? You know, smaller. Um, I mean, I don't know. You know, what you guys are on the well, obviously have recently been on the circuit and will be on the circuit again until the new lockdown uh, that the Thanos <laughs> warned us about. But you know, it, what, you know, is there is there an you know? There's obviously a big issue for comedians. This is it. You know, no, it's a grift, know. isn't it? It's a grift. It's the same old grift that's been going on for years. When Bernard Manning complained about people being too PC, it's a grift which gets some people money and fair play to them. You can keep complaining about the cancellation that never comes. Good for you. Have a good time. Make your money. It's a grift. I don't. Well, people. I mean, PC people weren't complaining it's, about look, being cancelled as much. It's it's got a long long and storied tradition of you know you can say the oh these terrible people with principles they're really trying to silence me when all you're trying to do is shut them up and it's a sort of it's a basically fundamentally dishonest position but you know it works to make oh just keep freezing at the crucial <laughs> dun, dun, dun. you just we just lost you there for a minute oh no yeah yeah <laughs> i've been cancelled by the internet yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twitter cancelled and zoom cancelled yeah um susie do, do you i mean i know um you don't really get normally get involved in these kind of um conversations but do you do you feel do you feel like um is there a cancel culture that's really affecting stand-up comedians in any form shape or form do you do you feel that there is some truth in that or is it just certain comedians that are just well as you know as a hard-hitting cutting-edge satirical comedian like <laughs> you know <laughs> I, I mean a lot of people you know biscoff is pretty controversial isn't it yeah yeah, yeah. it's yeah, a big I, marmite uh, industry <laughs> i just think it's social media we're just more aware of it now because yeah. it's social media and everyone has an opinion on everything now and and it's just easy to sort of put it out there and 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 <laughs> I mean so well someone mentioned was someone mentioned about Julian Clary when he made the Norman Lamont comment at the mm. award and that was like a really early example of someone being cancelled and it was a funny joke and it was an off-the-cuff thing but nowadays if you tweet something it's there forever I mean I just think I do think a lot of people do it for publicity and to be controversial and to get attention and um, you know, I don't say anything controversial. I, I'm just, I'm just me. But I did cut out a piece of my material because I used to do a bit about the Jeremy Kyle show, and it wasn't particularly um, cutting edge or like brand new or anything. It was just about how people from my town are often on it because that's true. There's people from Plymouth on it all the time, and it's generally about people going on telly and not really making an effort with their appearance. That was all like, no. <laughs> that, yeah. 
anything anything bad i mean i would mention that they have a lot of children and that they <laughs> don't particularly wash their or whatever um but i i cut it out when when jeremy kyle got cancelled basically and and because somebody had took their own life as a result of being on the program i cut that out because i felt like i didn't and like i was being mean about those people and i did that as a choice for myself people would still laugh at it i guess but i just felt like oh i sound mean now because that's got connotations because the jeremy kyle show used to be something that you just laugh at and you're like oh i want to feel superior to these people i'll look at the look at the poor people sort of thing and um and and then i cut it out because i thought well that just makes me sound mean now because someone's actually lost their life and it became very clear and they publicized how it did affect people and that these are actually real people and a lot of them just go on it out of a misguided sense of having a bit of fame and and so i cut it out because i just didn't want to seem mean and you know and a lot of comedians just kind of do the opposite and think oh i'm going to say that because that'll get me some attention and um, there's there's a few people now doing it on twitter sort of or you know i'm saying this and you know i just it's not who i am i'm just um you know i just like to talk about myself well don't you find that, <laughs> that in a way it's it's the people who complain that they can't say anything don't really have that much to say yeah yeah. So it's also it's we've heard them saying that they clearly can say things. Yeah, the fact that they're <laughs> you haven't been completely silenced, so I can hear you saying that. Yeah, <laughs> and and also um, I kind of I'm with you a little bit on that, Susie. That I do think is a little bit of attention that the right has has become the new, I don't know, the new knob gag. I suppose it's just <laughs> that everybody's got to have a little bit sort of slightly right wing views to maybe I don't know. I it, yeah. it, it's it's well, it's, 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 it's weird because I have oh. been censoring myself too. I don't know about you, Nat. Um, yeah, I think we all do, but that's yeah. part of being human, think, isn't it? Because you have to say live comedy in front of other human beings yeah and yeah. if you say things that are hurtful to the people in the audience sometimes that will feel awkward as it should because you're yeah. a human it's an unhealthy impulse i've got a really horrible joke i just wrote about michael gove which i will never be able to say because it's too <laughs> awful <laughs> but i'm really I tempted to <laughs> Why don't you sell it to someone who does really well? What I'll do is I will dress up as Serian Bowler and make him say it and blame it on uh, yeah, an imaginary yeah. character because I have a get out clause, which is the character that said it, I didn't. Another point that it's like you obviously yeah. do a character, so Ian Bowles, which is very yeah. successful and very good, and obviously says all the things that we also know from you know having worked with you when you've done that character is that some people can think it's real, yeah. and so uh, and then start attacking the character yeah like, well the, no the, the, the problem is when they agree with the character that's the that's the most worrying bit is when people yeah. and so you, uh, that's why i do it less often now in that the culture from 2016 onwards has been more divisive and if people choose to take the funny things he says and repeat them to other people outside it that's i don't think that's try achieving what i'm setting out to do i always make sure that you can make you, if you watch the act you should see that he is the idiot in that situation yeah but it's mm. like John Cleese making Basil Fawlty the idiot in the situation in the Germans. You still have people goose stepping around with a finger under their nose, thinking yeah. that's the funny bit. So, so basically, we're all self, 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 self sorry, uh, Gillian, we're all self censoring because the culture is changing. Mm. And that's right that we should do that because we also have to perform to an audience, as you say, that's live. And so we're all doing that. So I just think. Isn't that just normal thing to do as society changes that we all have to kind of um yeah. yeah i think there's about though there's like there are certain i don't know anyone who would say absolutely anything on stage and nor would you want them to I mean, what would be the point what's your take on this julian 
Well, I was going to say to you, was chief to say something? And, uh, oh, hang on, yeah. just wandered up. What was, what were you itching to say a moment ago, Susie? You were... Sorry, a glass of wine's just arrived. <laughs> uh, uh, change the subject. I've got this shaped glass because I can't be trusted with wine glasses because I missed just... <laughs> I've got a heavy tumbler. I, I think, I don't know what I was talking about. I, I, there's always someone's going to be offended by something. I've been to hmm. see comedians and I've felt upset about things they've said. And But it... Um, but I, I was just thinking about lately that the the one of the hot topics is the the pronouns the them and he she them and I was having a long chat with my niece she's eighteen and she said a lot of her school friends are now they and she says it does get confusing because you do slip up on your tongue and um, so I urge anyone who's um, go and see David Mills the comedian because he does a fantastically funny routine yeah great routine. Them. have you seen it yeah it's brilliant it's, it's absolutely really brilliant. brilliant and he's not being offensive he's just saying a, he's does this whole sort of rant about talking about someone and saying well they said no but it was them and they and the and this and it was just absolutely hilarious about the the confusion of talking about two people who are both they and trying to and it was just brilliant and funny and not offensive at all um and uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not very good at these kind of things, Julia, am I? I normally just like to talk about Coronation Street. So, <laughs> well, no, I just thought that was but pretty... you are also mixing I... drinks. So that probably doesn't. I am happen. mixing. I think yeah, you are mixing drinks. Drug, you know, we shouldn't we, do that. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really. I think it's interesting. First, yeah, we're gonna have to try and look up that, that routine. But you know, it's an interesting contribution. I mean, it's it's all based on your your own experience. I think there's more cancellation in you know arguably more cancellation in academia than there is in comedy and that is another another issue which we won't go into now but um but i mean in terms of the comedy comedy it's different for me i'm not a comedian but i keep thinking about sensibilities and i keep thinking about that example of matt richardson which i've used before when he was on jeremy vine show and he said that he'd been doing a gig at a university and there's a routine about him not being in love with his girlfriend and all the students were really sort of shocked that he could not be in love with his girlfriend and you're and you're sort of thinking well that is really interesting what people will be uh sort of irked or uncomfortable by and i think those parameters have obviously shifted yeah but i think they always they have in loads of ways in different like it's always that's the point of live comedy isn't it is that you're performing to an audience of people and you have to establish a connection with them and some days you are going to wildly misjudge that and we've all done it and we've ended up <laughs> saying things with to a sea of blank faces or angry faces or upset people but I mean, it's part of the job i don't think it happens more now it just seems like that part of your job is judging your audience and reading a room and if you're not doing that that's not the room's fault that's your fault it's your job to make them laugh it's not their job to accept your jokes and laugh at them can I just quickly you. ask, it, it did, is, with Sari and Bolo, was yeah. that a bit of a, a loads of, was there a bit of a loads of money thing happening where the, it, yeah. the joke has started to kind of... I mean, one yeah. of the problems was that um, when Sajila and I used to do the cottage, it used to be in the BNP recruiting pub. So uh, <laughs> some of you'd have some people hanging around from yeah, that, yeah. That agreeing with him violently. That's a cynical <laughs> thing because it's the most diverse club, yeah. the most diverse lineup, and we'd have to go in there and, t and wait for the BMP like people to come out. You know, it's just like- just They had to run before <laughs> us. They'd overrun again. And, <laughs> Selfish. Yeah, the BMP meetings overrunning. And I don't oh, know, yeah, we, I think we might have got a couple of audience members from there, but um, we had a couple yeah. of situations, but you know, stories to tell. Mm. Um, I just think if also the room, I have to say from the other point of view as well, 
is you're saying if you know if you're in the room then you've got to give the audience what they want for someone like me i've been in rooms where it's completely hostile towards mm. myself and any person of color will <clears throat> tell you the same if they go into a room they can feel it the energy and my advice would be just don't do those rooms again because then then you know i'm not there to and every time i've dumped mm. down or try to play the you know the butt of the joke so that the audience feel comfortable i've never felt good about myself so i think there's another sort of mm -hmm. and so just play the gigs that you know you, you you feel good at and that you feel that you can you know have have yeah. an audience um so <laughs> and sort of the joy of the clubs like the ones Sajila runs is that you can have a sort of long-standing relationship with an audience over a number of years so you can do absolutely anything in front of them and they're willing to forgive it and go with it and see what mm -hmm. happens even if it's not very good sometimes yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I have to get the gig because we tend to just tell stories about what we've been up to and we say things that we we because the cottagers are a nice little yeah. local gang and they, they kind of we've been doing it a while haven't we Stila? so we come on and say oh, guess what me and Stila did <laughs> it's something you couldn't do in another club but no and i, and I call Sajila sanjay and she's the only person i can do that to. <laughs> I do it in front of other people. Cancel and they Susie right now. Cancel I don't her. know what the yeah. <laughs> I have that power. I'm I have on. that I'm power. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it does help like to have an audience that is is open-minded. And I yeah. think um they have kind of effectively what want a better word, groomed over the last 14 odd years. And so people who new people who come kind of already get that rules of the room. Whereas, you know, look, this is the performer, that's their art, do not interrupt, do not, you know, play up, this isn't jonglers, um, mm -hmm. I'm not, you know, saying there's anything wrong with that, we've had hens and stags and they've been perfectly civilised, so there is, there is a room for all sorts of material where people will let you make mistakes and will yeah. let you, um, and there are lots of rooms out there, I know I'm going to be biased when it comes to the comedy cottages, and, and uh, we had the, our Let's Kill Twitter, the first couple with the cottages lot, and they were nice, mm. weren't they? Yeah, it was great, it was such a great trial run, uh, yeah, the bumper Zoom room that we had, yeah, and we're hopefully <laughs> going to do it live yeah. one day, you know, I mean, that is, that's the plan. Yeah. Um, now, is it, it's not cheating to go back to Friends, is it, given the reunion no. is on this week, we could make this our last can I quickly pop one in because I did one just for Susie this oh. week in that I did tweet Makosi and she oh tweeted God, back like, yes you've got to Makosi did say hang on uh, where is it well, she yeah, said yeah, yeah okay because uh, I know you love Big Brother 6 almost as much as I do <laughs> um, I couldn't get we Maxwell or Saskia they're not online uh, <laughs> but Makosi <laughs> tweeted back and she said you would need therapy to go for Big Brother 6 yeah. So well, go, yeah. what she needs is uh, contraception because you know fingers can be very fertile. <laughs> no, she you, just needed the test. That's all she said. Just, she just give some context. Fingers, fingers um, in jacuzzis. Fingers in jacuzzis. Poor, poor jacuzzi. Oh, jacuzzi. Now, we've got to give some context to this because I think Julian's going to be so. Um, both. Uh, well, we know that Nat Tapley is obsessed with Big Brother, Big Brother Six. Seriously, yeah, six, which was only six. All the only rest six. were terrible. Which was yeah. with Macosi. <laughs> Uh, can you name some of the characters? That yes, were... Maxwell, Saskia, Kinga, Orla, Eugene, Mikosi, Kamal, Derek Lord, Roberto, Mary the Witch, and Bonnie, is that it? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Bonnie. Anthony, Anthony and Craig, Anthony and Craig. Bonnie. Craig, yeah. Bonnie. Bonnie. No, yeah. Kamal is no longer Kamal. Kamal oh. has got another name now. Okay. A female name. Oh. I, re I looked at this recently. I can't remember why I was looking up Kamal. But Kamal is now female, um, but I I'm not 
well, I we had a discussion about it. I feel like it was over a few drinks, but the fact that you know it so well, but Craig and Anthony was the love story. Yeah. It was un, a proper it should have been. unrequited love. Unrequited love. Very, oh. Do you remember they broke up with the day he put Craig, Craig drank, no, Anthony drank too much and Craig had to put him to bed in his pants. <laughs> and it just sort of lowering him gently and tenderly. <laughs> should I just lie down next to you for a bit, Anthony? Oh. Is this the same it was like Foxcatcher. Sajila, it was like that scene in Foxcatcher. He kind of laid and did a bit. <laughs> yep, yep, disturbing. <laughs> But I have to say, it is my favourite episode, epi yeah. uh, series, sorry, that Big Brother's Eve. Oh, Science was in it as well. So I forgot Science, sorry. Yeah. And also it has the episode yeah. where they were all in boxes. They put them all in boxes for a day and said, the task yep. is to just sit in a box. And all of the footage is just static the boxes. The editing on that was absolute genius with the voices yeah. coming out. But I, I'm now intrigued as to why Saskia and Maxwell are not on social media. Do you think they're under witness protection? I, I think they probably have. I think they're on a tag. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> the the Jada Franson and he was Tommy punched, Robinson. Of... So Julian, Julian well, has no idea. No, no, I, I, I saw that. I remember Craig. I absolutely remember Craig. I'm just trying to work out if uh, Anna, Anna the Nun, what series was she? Oh, I think she was the first one. She was didn't she? Number oh, one. the first one. Yeah. With Craig, the builder. It's, I mean, I just remember the end of one episode was Anna sitting on the bed and she was just looking through uh, a photo album. And then all of a sudden, Paul Oakenfold smashes in. It's like, yeah, for a photo <laughs> album. It's amazing. I must have stuck around a little bit because I do remember mm. Craig. But well, in the box that, one, when Makosi got out of the box because she was bored, she was, just, was then just pouring water through the tops of everyone else's boxes through the air holes. I do, I do believe Craig went on to be in the pop band Scooch, actually. <laughs> <laughs> With Anthony's corpse in his little carry bag. The circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> he had his own DIY show, didn't he? Oh, that yeah, was, yeah. he does. He always watches DIY stuff. But um, who, which episode was it where? There was a ginger guy who dyed his hair and then his hair, chest hair, him. he, goes, he shaved it under his. Under Which his... one was that? I don't think I saw Posh that. Tim. Yeah. Do you remember Posh Tim? No. And no shaving his Kyle hair. followed us back. Kyle, <laughs> fuck off, Kyle, was it? That's what he said. Fuck the fuck off. I've actually. Do you remember Carol? Oh, Vince? look, Martin, Martin, first time viewer on YouTube, is enjoying this lot. Hello, Martin. Hello, Hi, Martin. Martin. Lovely to see you. Thanks for joining us. Do make oh, yeah. sure you come back every fortnight. We won't all here. But... I should probably point out to people they can also, they'll be able to watch this oh, yeah, on watch YouTube afterwards. Oh. Um, it will be on Facebook as well, except for terrible quality. So watch it on YouTube. Um, <laughs> but also, I make it to um, uh, podcasts as well. So available on all good podcast outlets. But um, sorry, carry on <laughs> with Big Brother. I, I would just. Oh, I Martin, made... Martin's, Martin's got a weird he's got his mask over his eyes and Ooh. is that Big Willie in disguise? Big Willie's behind me. <laughs> look, look, look at Martin. Martin could be Big Willie. Look, he's got a beard. Where's Martin? Oh, there's oh Martin looks very mysterious. Very fifty shades. <laughs> oh Big Willie behind me. <laughs> Well, followers of followers. Yeah. <laughs> followers, followers. Oh, well, nice to join us, Martin. It's good to have you. Oh, but you've been followed by people we know, so. Yes. Yes. It could be. Yeah. 
proper person. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, obviously, Big Brother 6, I think mm. we've talked about it before, that yeah. we should reenact it. We should have used lockdown mm. for that, really. We should have yeah. reenacted it on lockdown with all of us that you know know each other um <laughs> and, uh, and the original yeah. cast you probably aren't doing much nowadays. I, know, I know we're running a little bit over but is there anything because it is my last one for a while is there anything else you want to cover before that you haven't covered guys you two no i'm fine thank you yeah give us a give us a shout have we missed the... anything have we missed anything i don't think i think we've done really well actually um what about you and julian have we had any of yours yeah yeah i mean a lot of the um uh eurovision ones were mine um, we covered Friends reunion last week. Um, I just noticed a few tweets going round about their um, the work they'd had done. Were, we're not particularly kind. Um, I mean, this, this, there was this one, Mallow News. Uh, entertainment, Friends reunion, grim reminder of how death awaits us all. And there is naught <laughs> but a world of night and ash to dine upon when we die. I don't know that literary reference, I'm ashamed to say, but it's very effective. It does sound very Shakespearean, doesn't it? Well, I mean, on the upside, that also awaits James Corden. So, it's <laughs> roundabout. Yeah, it's his production company apparently that's doing it. So, uh, uh, yeah, well, there you go. But uh, yeah, that's all happening on Thursday. I kind of wish that um, uh, Friends and Cummings and UFOs had all been the same week. But you know, you can't have everything. I mean, we, there was UFOs and there was Shrek as well. I mean, there was actually quite a lot we could have uh, we could have piled on today. But I, I think I'm very well. I'm in two minds of whether to watch the Friends reunion because I'm still angry with Rachel for getting off the plane. Mm. I feel like she should have stayed on the plane and gone to Paris and got away from Ross because he was a psychopath. Ross, Ross was a bit controlling, I think. <laughs> yes, he was. He was a bit controlling because looking back, let's face it, Ross, there was something not right, something a bit off about him. She should have gone on the plane. Anyway, I'll get over it. It'll be all right. By the way, look, don't traumatise Julian because uh, uh, he's a super fan, as so am I. But <laughs> Well, my mum's just retired. My mum's just retired the other day after 38 years as a nurse. And I kept making Friends references. And I said, right, now's your time to watch Friends. This is the challenge. She's wondering what to do with her retirement. So I'm going to make her start her off from, I'm going to wean her onto it. Start from series one, sit her down with a nice cup of tea and see how she gets on. Bless her. Oh, that's you, brilliant. Hooked, I would yeah. imagine. I'm sure. <laughs> that's brilliant. Now, so uh, it's almost time to come to an end because, as as you can see, Julian has changed his background, and there's mm. a very good reason for that. Uh, so uh, I want to. Yeah, say it that... just it just accents me better. No, actually, I really like the blue background. <laughs> um, yeah, no, this is the the business end of the show, folks. This is basically where the, the bit of admin at the end. Uh, which I hope you've enjoyed that out there. Thank you for the interactions on Twitter. Uh, you've enjoyed watching us on Facebook, on YouTube and Twitch, where we also appear. Uh, as I just mentioned, you'll be able to get this episode uh, afterwards on YouTube. I should just be filling in uh, some of the intro details on that. Uh, but it will also be available as a podcast. And it's available as anything else, trying to cover all mediums. Um, if you want to support our work, you can do by going to the Buy Me A Coffee website and finding the Let's Kill Twitter page, which I will just high techly move out of the way. There we uh, go. Coffee.com forward Ooh. slash let's kill Twitter. <clears throat> there we go. Oh, yeah. And also, it's most of these details are actually scrolling above. Unbeknownst to us, these are scrolling above our heads. Thanks to the magic of OBS, uh, which obviously gives you it gives you our 
Twitter tab, Twitter handle, and it gives you where to go to donate and all the rest of it. And it gives you Susie and Nat's uh, email, uh, well, email addresses, <laughs> Twitter handle, <laughs> and their phone numbers, and uh, <laughs> pin number. Address. Yeah, pin number. Oh, dear. And, then, and of um, course, we are drinking coffee, but our, our guest, Susie, mixing her drink, so please yeah. buy drinks mixing things for mm. Susie what we've mixed today lots of drinking what are you <laughs> drinking that nothing I've done the whole thing dry Goodness. pencils sharpener shavings <laughs> <laughs> we've got lots of books there well, um okay. guys yeah. got anything to plug oh yes yeah. a Kit Kat. We've, uh, I see your two fingers with my four <laughs> oh, wow. I can't see it there <laughs> uh, just in case anyone's listening to that on the podcast we're talking about Kit Kats guys uh, anyway <laughs> So, um, yeah. You've got anything to plug, uh, Nathaniel Chapman? No, not at all. Have a great life. Enjoy I yourself. I, I don't do worry believe you recently recorded with our friend Peter Dennis something. Haven't oh, you? yes, that was the two. Oh, yes, go to 2018 and subscribe to that and then listen to the amazing podcasts, uh, the Future Shocks Radio, made by Pete Dennis and me and Al Murray and Rufus Hound and all sorts of people. Oh, well, that's really quite exciting. Oh, and if you want to follow Nat, it's on at Nat, N-A-T-T, on Twitter. And Susie Bennett, do you have anything to promote? Well, I'd like to do a nice radio voice like Nat Tapley just did, but I'm not sure. Um, I, I'm terrible on social media. I'm rubbish on Instagram, I'm up, but I'm on Twitter at Funny Susie B. I usually post pictures of shopping trolleys that are left abandoned near in my local area. Um, but if you are ever in Plymouth, I am doing the new Plymouth Comedy Tours, which is the first ever comedy walking tour with free comedians. Uh, go to PlymouthComedyTours.co.uk and have a look and register your interest. Come to Plymouth and hear all about the pasty shops and that. Oh, that sounds great, Flavia. I wish I was on those tours. And you get the exercise as well. As well. Visits, Gila. I will. We can, we can will. do top and tail again. Hey, oh, bring your... yeah, those old does with, bring, with bring our masks your mask on. bathroom again. I've got to ask with Devon Greggs and if Devon Greggs and Cornwall Greggs, is there anything is there anything like the scones that we should know about that Devon Greggs well, and Cornwall Greggs do differently? No. There are many, many pasty shops in Plymouth, but Greg's is not one of them. Greg's don't do pasties. They do bakes. They don't do pasties. So it's, you know, uh, it's, it's a completely separate entity. I'm triggered. And on that note, <laughs> uh, with the plugging done and the admin done, uh, we will see you next week in some form, uh, which will be confirmed on Twitter. We normally have our uh, Twitter sorbet but there, there may be something slightly different to the sorbet next week uh, but just stay tuned to our Twitter page and you shall find out so uh, it is time to wave goodbye to our lovely streamers goodbye bye 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 Martin. thanks for joining bye. us bye everyone bye we hope you enjoyed listening to the show please do check out the other podcasts in the series if you go to our website, www.letskilltwitter.com, you'll find all our previous shows listed and you can find links to the YouTube versions as well as audio files. If you'd like to support our work, you can do via buymeacoffee.com. If you go to their website, you'll find a Let's Kill Twitter page set up for donations. But anything you can do is much appreciated. A like, a follow, a recommendation to a friend, it all counts. Once again, thanks for listening. We hope to be in your ears again very soon.